Good morning. I hope everyone has had a good week and uh, thankful for the opportunity that uh, even when the weather's bad, we have the technology to share God's Word. We're going to be in John chapter 8 this morning. And we're going to finish up the chapter I started a couple messages ago, and uh, we'll be picking up around verse 31 and through the end of the chapter this morning, and uh, just a little background, uh, it had been the Feast of the Tabernacles, and uh, beginning part of the chapter uh, is where uh, uh, leaders caught the woman uh, in adultery and brought her to Jesus and then uh, we had the last message we spoke on uh, Jesus being the light of the world and uh, how it was wrapping up the Feast of the Tabernacles and uh, the candelabras and the, the outside court that lit up the streets of Jerusalem were being ready to be extinguished or were, ex were extinguished when Christ uh, gave that talk. And, and through the last few chapters, or through the series of events here through John 5, through uh, where we're at today in chapter 8, Jesus is trying to use um, you know, day in and day out stuff that uh, people can relate to and and show them that uh, through the spiritual meeting that he is the son of God that he is God and today's um, portion of scripture is no different than that so we'll start reading uh, here verse 31 and hopefully this is clear. Um, I will be reading from the New Living Translation this morning. Um, just for uh, ease of uh, interpretation. Here in verse 31, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the Son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the vice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for if you are really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you're trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. 
Abraham never did such a thing. No, you're imitating your real father. They replied, We aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, If God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He was always hated. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it's consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I'm telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. The people retorted, You Samaritan devil, don't we say all, didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father, and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. The people said, Now we know you are possessed with a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say, Anyone who obeys my teaching will never die? Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus answered, If I want glory for myself, it doesn't count. But it is my father who will glorify me. You say, He is our God, but you don't even know Him. I know Him. If I said otherwise, I would be a great I would be as great a liar as you. But I do know him and obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, You're you aren't even fifty years old. How can you say you you have seen Abraham? And Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, before Abraham was even born, I am. At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple. So, today's passage, we had another series of back and forth uh, between Jesus and, and, and those there uh, listening to his teaching. And, um, and very similar to what we had a few weeks ago when he was uh, going over the bread of life uh, and uh, they were talking about Moses and the comparison there. And then uh, last week, the, the light of the world and here this week, um, basically discussing uh, the, the fatherhood, whether... Abraham uh, 
was her father or God was her father and and uh you know just kind of thinking uh, about that you know being a being a parent you know we we uh just get to that point where uh we need to realize that we're we're all products and influence and are influenced by our parents and uh, we we like to say it we don't we we don't want to be like our parents but um we 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 just we are we're very very similar because that's the the biggest influencer we've had in in our in our lives and you know some people have stated that you know what we like least about our children is what we see ourselves in them so um and you know, so looking at abraham and and is israel claiming to be the children of it, abraham it's it's kind of kind of similar to what we see today it says uh um you know like when emma was born we we always said that you know it's all oh, she looked like lydia and now that she's getting older she looks more like aaron and uh, i'm sure uh rachel and nick's little girl i'm gonna probably butcher her name holly haley um she you know she's got the mills look from rachel and, and but yet i see some nick in her too so um yeah, there's there's the genetic uh the pool there and and uh so there's definitely some physical and and um character uh, mannerisms mannerisms you look at Greg and and Garrett um and Garrett's very much like like Greg in some aspects but I'm sure he's like to Leah and others but uh uh we can we got all kinds of examples that I think we all can uh think of um and we we were in uh Houston there for the for the holidays and uh Lydia and Aaron came with the baby and, and we don't get Nathan and Lydia in the same room too too much and they were doing something, and I know I looked over at Missy and said, they get that from you. And uh, there's lots of stuff they get from me. They get my, they both have my temper, and uh, they both have uh, some of my OCD. So um, whether we, we admit it or not, uh and as much as 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 we try not to be like our parents, you know how many of us have said, "Oh, I'll never do that or never say that um, the 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 good one there is you know when the kids ask why and 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 the re, the the adult response is because I said so. How many of us said you know when we were growing up and, and approaching to be parents that we would never say that but how many of us have actually said that and I can just see the hands go up now but I think we we're all guilty those Dr. Rick uh, commercials for progressive on, on TV they crack me up uh, the, the therapist is trying to keep uh, people from being like their parents 
those commercials just crack me up because I can I can see myself I can see my parents in some of those uh, commercials the one that cracks me up is not using your cell phone on speaker in the store I do that all the time I'll be stop at Sam's Club every couple of weeks on the way home and and I'll I'll call Missy up and put it on speaker so I can actually hear her because uh, I have a habit once to put my cell phone on my face is turning off the call with my cheek so uh, it's easier for me to do and we're always just trying to double check to make sure there's nothing else we need so I don't have to make another trip but it is what it is so I think everybody can relate to what I'm saying here even even though we we don't want to be like we our our father or mother we we have a tendency to have some of their characteristics and and here's uh um, kind of the same but a little bit different you know there are to hear the 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 Jews are claiming to be part of Abraham's seed and and uh yet um they they think they're they're good and covered. So the passage brings out some things on faith this morning, and we're going to try to do our best to uh, share that with you this morning. And and uh, we'll we'll get into it a little bit here. So if we look at verses thirty two and thirty three, it says, "And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." But we are descendants of Abraham. They said. So one of the things about faith is that it, it's it's more than having a a, a religious heritage. Um, you know, so often uh, times that uh, we want to say that, oh, I'm I'm a Christian because uh, my parents took me to church or. Grandpa was a preacher, mom was a Sunday school teacher, this, that, and the other. And here the uh, Jews were saying that, you know, they were, uh, all their hope was in this life and the life eternal was based on uh, being Abraham's seed. They could trace their lineage all the way back and whether they're tribe of Judah or or Levi or Simeon or or Asher or Naphtali or any of them tra- trace their lineage back all the way to uh, Jacob and Isaac and, and eventually Abraham and it was a, a common belief at the time that you know Abraham was so godly that he he just stored up so much merit and righteousness that all his descendants um, could draw upon. And um, that's all it took is that they they could have eternal life and everything because they were a seed of Abraham. And, and, and Jesus agrees that, you know, yeah, you're, you're the seed of Abraham. You have that physical... Uh, lineage, that physical tie, his phys- physical characteristic. Yeah, you look like you know Abraham, or you look like your mom, you look like your dad. But spiritually, you are 
far away from Abraham that's as conceivable. And as you can hear through some of that dialogue, you'll, you'll see that. Um, but that's, you know, like I, like I said, just because mom or dad, they brought you to church or one of them was uh, a leader in the church or, um, you know, that doesn't, that uh, spiritual heritage is, is good. Uh, we actually talked about that in Sunday school last week, and uh, Jamie Woolman and I were talking a little bit about it during the discussion and then after class that about being spiritually have that spiritual advantage or being that having that spiritual privilege. But when it comes down to it, that 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 spirituality, that relationship, that that trust, that, that belief, that love of Christ is an individual thing. And um, you know, Jamie was talking about some neighbors that grew up in church all their life, but now none of them go. And how he was brought up and, you know, he went, they went to church occasionally and, and that and, you know, him and... and and D and and the kids are pretty grounded in the church now, so it's you know it's not where you came from, as but it's what you become, and that's kind of what we're going to hit on here toward the end is you know what who Jesus is to you and. Uh, it's not about your heritage. It's it's all about that faith in Christ. So that's that's one thing here. The the passage points out. Um, the second thing is that, uh, and and Tony Tony really hammered this home a couple of weeks ago when he preached about integrity. Um, is you know faith is revealed in in our actions, how how we live. And you can you can say you're a child of God, but you know your actions may be far from it. Um, so here, starting at, at verse thirty-seven, he says, "Yes, I realize that you're the descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are still trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father." But you are following the vice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied. For if you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you are trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. So Jesus is really calling them out for their inconsistency and in, in what they uh, profess to believe and what they actually are doing. You know, oh, we're Abraham's seed. We're all, but you know, from a spiritual standpoint, they're not doing. They want they want to kill, kill Jesus. And and you know, we see it every everywhere today. We all know people we work with or people we go to school with. Um, 
people that uh, we may be on a, a board or committee with or coach with or whatever the ac- activities are that you know they they claim they claim the game but they, they don't play the game and uh and that that it's a game it's just you know it's you know we claim to be a christian you need to walk as a christian and not not just on sunday but every other day of the week and you know there's there's so many people that we've known over the years and tony sold us you know instances and, and bob as well that you know people we come in contact with they they say one thing and and do something else um you know you've heard of it called the yes but mentality you know i know what the bible says but um you know, and there's a lot of people out there that know a lot about the Bible, but they're they, but you know, they do not uh, let it influence the way they live, the decisions they make, um, all the things that we need to do to be Christ followers, and um, so I think we all know what I'm talking about here. I need to be consistent. And the only way to be consistent is to truly love Christ and to love God and to be obedient. And here we're going to see a little bit of a couple of those two points, the love, love, love God and, 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 and the and love uh, leads into that obedience. And so here in um, verse 44, um, you know, it's like they're, they're, Jesus starting to refer to them as, as being children of the devil. They're starting to feel defense, uh, uh, defensive, uh, like they're getting pushed back into a corner. So they start, start coming back and in the, in the King James where it says, uh, here in verse 40, uh, verse 41 it says no you're intimidating your real father and then they replied we aren't illegitimate children God himself is our true father the King James says uh, we aren't children of fornication and um, so there in verse 41 and then in verse 42 um, it talks about uh, Jesus is kind of pulling out that uh, uh, that he's a sinner and has some rebut- rebuttal for that. And they come out and uh, that's in verse 46. And then verse 48, scrolling up here on my iPad, Missy got me for Christmas. Um, there in verse 48, uh, they pretty much say he's possessed by it, by a demon. Um, there, that first accusation going back to verse 41, uh, where they say we are illegitimate, um, that we is uh, emphatic in the, in the Greek and it implies a, a, a comparison um, so what they're saying is that we, we are not illegitimate children. 
but you certainly are. And, you know, I don't think we we're, it's too difficult to, to understand what they were driving at here. They, you know, over the last 30 years, I'm sure there's probably a lot of rumors going around about the birth of Jesus. Um, the circumstance, you know, how did Mary, how did this virgin become um, pregnant? You know, the Immaculate Conception is it's called in the in the Catholic religion. Um, you know, it was her and Joseph fooling around before. Uh, was she fooling? Was Mary fooling around with somebody else? Uh, we don't know. Lot, lots of things going around, but they, they played that card. They they came out and accused Jesus of being illegitimate. Um, and, and, you know, <laughs> you know, people say things when they get defensive, but Jesus doesn't let it bother him. He goes, he goes on to say, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't blink. He just goes on uh in, in there in verse 42 uh talks about uh love of the, uh, love love for the son and it says um uh, says here if god were your father you would love me because i have come to you from god i am not here on my own but he sent me and you know, jesus is saying here that uh you know and, and this is kind of a play in the in the the Greek language too. If God were your father, and you would love me, it is it's kind of expressed that uh, that both statements are wrong, in, in the sense that if uh, you know if it was truly interpreted or scribed uh, as it was written in the Greek, it says, "If God were your father, and He is not, you would love me." And you do not. So it's kind of a, a sarcastic or a, a, a snarky re, reply back to them. Then the the other thing is is obedience here in verses forty four and forty seven. Um, you know he's pretty. Christ is pretty blunt here when his in his comeback. It says for. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. So in verse 44, he, 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 he clearly and, and bluntly says, you, you people are from, the, are from your father, the devil. That, that must have just, just floored them, just you know, shocked them, just, um, you know, just like when, when they came to stone the woman at the, at, uh, that was caught in adultery, you know, and Jesus said, one of you that, that is, you know, doesn't have any sin, be the first to cast a stone, and, and how they all, 
dropped their rocks and left. And, um, you know, it, it was a, a shocking, um, shocking thing because these, these folks thought they, you know, they, they, they were good to go. They had the inside track because they were children of Israel. They, they thought they were the sons of God. Um, but as Jesus told them that, you know, you're really not the sons of God. You're the sons of the devil was just, you know, unbelievable to them. So, you know, Jesus' response to the illegitimate, you know, so you need to love me. Because if you love me, you love the Father. And the other thing is you need to obey. You know, you need to you need to obey what the Father tells you. If your Father's truly God, you're going to obey the things of God. That's what Christ is saying here. The second accusation was talking about that, you know, you know, Jesus was no different than them. He was a sinner. And Jesus there in his in his dissertation or his rebuttal back says, If you have a legitimate charge against me, make it. He he says, You accuse me of sin. He you know, he's saying essentially that you know, name, name that sin. Who have I cheated? Have I stolen from anyone? Have I lied to anyone? Have I deceived anyone? Can, can, can you know, is anyone here can demonstrate any of any time that have committed even one sin? It's kind of what Christ is saying. And, and they're, you know their their response to being called the sons of the devil by Jesus is a is is kind of you know plays into the their their third accusation that he's demon possessed you know and, and uh, uh, King James it says you're a uh, the Samaritan and and uh, uh, have a have a demon or a devil inside you, and here in the New Living Translation, it's like it's like a schoolyard uh, banter between between kids when they start name calling. You know, it's like you Samaritan devil. Um, you know, the oh yeah, well you're a Samaritan devil. Again, just the the banter that's going back and forth, and 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 we see this through all through Christ's ministry, especially with the Pharisees. They're always throwing throwing rocks and trying to get, you know, this is a spiritual thing, not a physical thing. It's not a thing of position. It's it's a relationship with me, and not not all this back and forth. And they know they know that Christ is in a, a Samaritan. Um, you know what what they're trying to say is that you know you're no better than a Samaritan, and you're demon possessed at that. And and you know Jesus you know, ignores the Samaritan uh, thing, uh, but he does deny that he's demon possessed. So in, in verse forty nine, he says, "No, I have I have no demon in me, for I honor my Father." And you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth. Anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Far from being pacified, um, the, the, the men are, 
if anything, even more convinced that that uh, Jesus is demon uh, possessed. And there in fifty two says, <laughs> "Now we know you are possessed by a demon." So you know, just Jesus's reply back just uh, you know just made them think the more that he was a demon, and you know said. Um, And they go on even uh they they come back and um talk there in verse fifty two even Abraham and the prophets died, but you say anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Are you greater than the five, uh, than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are and you know that's you know that's kind of a oxymoron there. This is because you know just the the banter going back and the forth and the 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 name calling and getting defenseless. You know you can just hear somebody saying that. Who do you think you are? You know how many how many times have we been in a, in a back and forth with somebody and. That's come out of our mouths, but here they're they're talking to the Son of God. They're talking to God Himself, and the question question should be thrown back to them: Who do you think you are? And you know they they think they're privileged. They 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 think they have that spiritual advantage, that spiritual privilege, because oh, we are the sons of Abraham. Um, but here they are talking to the Great I Am, and. Um, that is uh, what kind of rolls into the 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 third point here about faith. So, you know, faith one is isn't you know about the heritage, uh, spiritual heritage it has nothing to do with that. It's all about personal relationship, and and our faith is showed by the consistency of our walk. Here, these these people were claiming to be spiritually tied to Abraham, but their their lives were far from it, and. Uh, Christ was calling them out on it, and they were trying to throw it back at Jesus. Lastly, here the third point is that you know, it, it, what it comes down to, as I, I mentioned earlier, it comes down to uh, what you believe about Jesus. Your faith is all about what you believe in Jesus. And then Jesus goes on the answer there in verse fifty-four. If I want glory for myself, it doesn't count. But it's my Father who will glorify me. You say he is, he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I, had if I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you. But I do know him and obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw was saw it and was glad. The people said, "You aren't even fifty years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham?" And Jesus is just you know just blowing the listeners away with what he's talking about. Um, and then in verse fifty-eight. Uh, I tell you the truth, before Abraham was even born, 
I am. And just think about that. Is of all the I am statement, it, the the Jews understood what that was. It goes all the way back to Moses there in Exodus and the burning bush uh, experience that he had. God said, "I am who I am," and and uh, that was his name. And for all the seven, eight, nine, ten I am statements in the Gospel of John and throughout the whole. Uh, four Gospels, um, you know, when Jesus, I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, I am. Um, they knew what he was saying, that he was proclaiming that he was God. And that 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 just, that just outraged them. That, that just infuriated them and there at the end, they, they took up the rocks. At this point, they picked up the stones to throw at him um, when, when he said that. So what's Jesus really saying there? He's saying that, you know, even before Abraham was born, he was. And um, that he existed way before Abraham. Um, he's also saying that you know, he's always existed. And, um, you know, he's he's using that divine name, I, I am, a Jehovah, um, using the very word uh, that the Hebrew or Jehovah is translated into. You know, he's not claiming to be the, the super prophet. He's not claiming to be the best... A religious teacher. He's he's complain. He is claiming to be God, and um, you know, to them it was blasphemy. They 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 didn't want to hear it, and that was they, you know, who you know, who do you think you are? Going back to the who do you think you are? He's telling them who he, who he is. And they're, they're just not happy with that. So they take out the rocks. And, um, you know, what it comes down to is, is two, two things here. It says, you know, what, not, not so much if, if you believe in Jesus, but what you believe about Jesus. You know, it comes at that line in the sand. And, and this is, you know, if, and a lot of people know Jesus. A lot of people recognize Jesus. Muslims, other religions, uh, even even uh, non non believers all over. You know, Christmas, Easter, they they have an idea what that's all about, but they don't truly know know him. Um, so it comes down to what you believe. And and there's only two responses, um, you know, whether we accept it, we accept Jesus for who He is, that He is the Son of God. We love Him. We love God the Father. Uh, we we are trying to walk in obedience with Him, or we reject Him. There's no in between. There's no fence straddling here. You're you're all in or you're not. Um, so, looking at you know this passage of scripture, uh, 
or not it's not inherited or, or we're not we're not good to go because we're Abraham's father or preacher so and so's grandson or anything like that. You know, our faith is shown in the consistency, that integrity that Tony preached about there from uh Jacob and Esau and Esau selling his birthright and uh the the stew um you know professing one thing and 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 living a different way we've got to be all in and it comes down to what we believe we need to to believe about Jesus it comes down to that personal relationship that that we're all in and that um we believe that Jesus is the great I am so there's 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 in a, in in closing this this morning there's there there are some universal truths here that that come out in these passages besides those points about faith um first one and is, is and sometimes this is this is one that's heavily debated a lot is that not all people are children of God and think about that all people are created by God we're all part of all humanity is part of God's creation but we are not all children of God to be a child of God you must first love Jesus Accept what he did on the cross for your sin and for the sin in the entire world. Once you've done that, once once you've truly become born again, truly been saved, truly been uh, regenerated, uh, whatever whatever terminology that you may be used to, then you become a son of God. Then you become a joiner. Then you become part of that holy family that will spend eternity evermore in that place called heaven then you're a child of God but until that point until you've made that decision that you accepted that free gift you're not you're not a child of God the second thing is that you know the point of the faith you know it's not not part of you can't inherit it you can't you can't just because you were brought up in church just because mom and dad may have been a christian or uh, daddy was a preacher or deacon or grandfather was this that and the other that has no bearing it has to be a personal relationship you have to do something with jesus what are you going to do with jesus is he your savior or is he not? Just because he was mom's savior doesn't mean he's yours. It's it's not an umbrella that everybody's good to go. It's not Abraham that you're a descendant of Abraham. That's good, that's that's good. You maybe have that spiritual advantage, that spiritual privilege, whatever you want to call it, that we mentioned earlier. Um But it's up to you in that decision. You can't inherit it. And lastly, and this goes back to 
what I touched on maybe a couple weeks ago in uh, verse 24. Let me scroll to it here. It says, That is why I said that you will die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. So those who don't come to Jesus will die in their sins. And that, that is that that's a truth that's never gonna change. You must be born again. You must come to Jesus. You must trust in him. If you don't you die in your sins and doomed to an eternity in a sinner's hell. That's the truth. There's no in-between. There's no second chances. While you still have breath, now's the time. What are you going to do? Jesus has spent the last the last week of his life here, the, the festival of the tabernacles, trying to get those who were there, those who were trying to trap him, trying to find something for him to say that was out of line. And he had a lot of people upset with him, and even more so today when... <laughs> When he, you know, basically calls them out and says, you know, these things, you know, you're you're not following Abraham, your your father's the devil. And Christ's proclamation that he is God, I am. But he's trying to get them to realize that, you know, you need you need to to become a child of God, you need to love him. You need to love Jesus. You can't inherit it just because you're Abraham's seed. And if you don't come to Jesus, you will, you will die in your sin. Let's pray. Oh, gracious Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time together, this day. Even though we're remote and far away, we ask you, Lord, to uh, be with the needs of your people. We pray, Lord, that uh, you be with those who are grieving those who may be traveling, those who are sick, those who are struggling in one way or the other. We just pray, Lord, if there's uh, somebody who needs you, who who may be in that, that boat where they think they, they, they're good and and uh, uh, morally upright and, and mom and dad took them to church or whatever it is, we, we pray, Lord, that they realize, Lord, by the beckoning of your spirit, that they need you as Lord and Savior. We ask you, Lord, to be with us. Watch over us in the in the in the weather and in, in the week to come. And we just thank you in all these things. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen.